Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Happy Friday, everyone. And welcome to another edition of the Mike Check Friday Roundtable brought to you by Camosun College. Before we get to our guests today and our picks, I want to talk about Camosun Innovates. Kyle, have you heard of Camosun Innovates? I have not. Tell me uh, more. I will tell you some more. Uh, some incredible work is being done right here on the island out of Camosun's Technology Access Center. If you had a business, Kyle, mm-hmm. here on the island, and you had an idea for a product, like name, name some line of work that you wish you were in. Oh, man. If you were an entrepreneur. If I was an entrepreneur, yeah. I'd, want to, I'd want to be in the... <laughs> be anything board game business board game business okay now let's say you had an idea for a board game you know similar to maybe mousetrap yes okay so mousetrap has a lot of devices on it things to make the trap go down yes so maybe your board game had some sort of funky physical piece to it right that you had to create it's got a unique one-of-a-kind piece that goes with this game right and and it's physical like it's it's an actual device that's built into the game you would have no idea how to build that, would you? No, I wouldn't know where to uh, begin. You know, right. You wouldn't know where to start. So this is where the Camosun Innovation Center comes in. They bring these ideas to fruition. It can be anything, all right? So you have this idea for a board game. Mm-hmm. You go to Camosun Innovates, and here's what they do. This is their mission statement in a nutshell, okay? Okay. Now listen carefully. There's some... Big words here. Okay. <laughs> okay. They connect applied learning mm-hmm. and applied research with design thinking. All right, design, yes. the board game, the device. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as productivity improvement and tech savvy invention. Wow. So essentially, they work alongside the students and staff and the Greater Victoria business community, entrepreneurs who want to launch board games, that probably actually wouldn't be within their umbrella. Right. They're more high level. <laughs> I mean, this is just an example. Are we talking like manufacturing? Like Manufacturing. Pipes and things, like f- during COVID, for example, the early days of the pandemic, they helped manufacture out of the Camosun uh, Innovates mm-hmm. more than 9,000 medical grade face shields. This wow. was when there was a shortage. Yeah, yeah. So right there, they needed new face shields. They created them. They got them out to market. They fixed a problem. There was a need, and they filled it. Nice. They've done other things. Like, they've manufactured Canada's first DIY housing model. So patented technology that allows a home to be built without any power tools. Wow. Yeah. How cool is that? Right here at Camosun. It's incredible work, and the best part is they're finding real-world solutions to problems. And they're doing it within that curriculum model at the at the school you and i will sit around mm-hmm. and we will come up with ideas i mean in this podcast you're about to listen to we actually come up with i think two or three ideas yeah there's th- a couple of them in there things we want to create the yes. difference with Camosun innovates is they're actually doing it right. they're coming up with real world solutions to solve problems and they're doing it right here at Camosun college if you want to learn more go to camosun.ca slash innovates and with that kyle Let's get into the roundtable. Hit the music. Here we go. This is the Camping Roundtable, a conversation about a beloved activity here on Vancouver Island. Before we get into the topic today, let's introduce our guests. We have two Die-hard campers joining us today. I invited one guest, Kyle. You invited the other guest. Yep. And I'll let you start. You introduce your guest first, okay? Oh, okay. I didn't really prepare anything, but uh, first we have one of my good buddies. Uh, he is a camping enthusiast. We've been camping together a bunch of times. He bought a giant truck for the specific purpose of toting around a huge trailer so he could go camping more. Uh, his name is Simon Tipler. Simon, welcome to Mike Check. 
Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for the invite, Kyle. I'm a big fan. Well, listen, right out of the gates. I mean, is that camping? If you bring a trailer to the campsite, can we call that camping? And I, and I say that because as our listeners will figure out, full disclosure, I'm not a big camper like at all. But but is that still is that still camping if you bring a trailer? I mean, you're not sleeping in a tent, are you? No. Yeah, see, he laughs. He goes, nah, I'm above no. tents. So, so it is still camping? It is still camping. You still get all the great, good, clean fun of the camping experience with the trailer. My, my trailer is 28 feet. I've got a queen bed. I set up in about eight minutes. Yeah, that's so glamping. All the bad stuff of camping glamping. is gone. The yeah. good the good <laughs> stuff is there. Glamping. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think it's clamping too. That's our next guest. I also invited a person who loves camping. She is a a multi-skilled journalist uh, with Glacier Media based here on Vancouver Island. It is almost a guarantee that at some point you've read a report from this woman. She's from Ontario, spent time in Kelowna, Whistler. She's now fallen in love, as everyone does, with the West Coast and Vancouver Island. Her Instagram page, if you follow uh, her, is full of photos and videos of her enjoying the outdoors. She is the perfect person i believe for this camping round table and that is alana kelly alana welcome to mic check thank you i mean that's a great introduction and i'm, I'm happy to spend my day talking about one of my favorite things <laughs> so i mean you're with me camping involves a tent you have to sleep in a tent right Yes, 100%. I mean, the effort of putting up your tent and getting your campsite ready is half the fun. Well, and right there, we disagree. I mean, you call it fun, <laughs> I call it torture. So let's let's spend a moment, before we get into our picks, uh, let's spend a moment just talking about camping, something that Islanders love to do, mm. thousands of them every weekend head out for their campsites. Kyle, we'll start with you. I mean, you grew up camping, right? I did, yeah. I grew up uh, down in Kansas City, and I was uh, in Scouts. So we went camping once a month every month of the year. So I've done all wow. all weather camping. I love going. Uh, certified Eagle Scout right here. So uh, Ooh, I brought that up to the island with me. And it's a bit different experience up here camping versus down there. A bit more in the field and in the woods, just kind of doing whatever here. It's all, you got to reserve your campsite. There's a big procedure around the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I'm loving it. It's great. So I'll throw this question out to all of you. And Alana, you, you can answer it first. Explain to me, like, I get the argument camping is a low-cost vacation. I get that. I think it's great. But for me, it's like I would rather save that money and just sleep in my own bed because <laughs> I don't know why people are paying to sleep on some sort of little, uh, you know, floaty device or, or what do they call them? The, the blow-up mattresses. Um, mattresses. Ma- yeah, they call them mattresses. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but I don't know why anyone would pay to do that. Like, I'd, I'd rather save the money and sleep at home. Why? Okay, so let me explain this part. You get million-dollar views for like $20 or if you're like me you kind of go off the grid and maybe find some spots that aren't even campsites uh you know in in the wild and you just you just do it and you wake up beside the ocean you know we talk about these waterfront properties that people spend all this money on I get to go wake up beside the ocean for 20 bucks yeah, that's a, that actually it's is hard to argue st- with that. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> a, the logic is pretty airtight there uh, Simon what about you same question yeah, I don't know. We 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 love camping. We we've been my my wife and I. We've been camping all around in a tent all around BC. There, it's it's amazing. You can just drive, you know, for an hour, and you have the best fishing place. You have the best views. You have the best whatever. Then we, you know, started having kids, and our first child was I don't know, a year old. Woke up at. 4:30 a.m. and started singing jingle bells and we're like oh we can't sleep in a tent anymore so we started uh started uh exploring other options and a trailer solves all of that are you the type of family every you know saturday morning or friday night or if you take friday off do you guys go like every weekend that's what you do because i know people and that's what they do in the summer it's you can't hang out with them because they're at the campsite yeah, so we don't go that often. We, we we usually try to reserve like a week. I work a lot. So, you know, you get a week or so or a couple of weeks in the summer at different campsites. Again, all over the island has so many different places where you can go. But um, no, we, we don't go every weekend, but we'd like to go a lot more. Certainly I'm closer now, <laughs> having just moved to Nanaimo. Yeah. Nice. All right. So here's how today will work. Uh, we have four people playing. Mm-hmm. I- 
playing our game, if we can call it that. <laughs> I think it's a game. Yeah. It is, yeah. we, it's a great game. Yeah, it's a great game. And we are going to, much like the BC Fairies Roundtable, we are going to each pick four things we like about camping, mm-hmm. and we will pick one thing we don't like. And we will also have the third round, the third pick, will be your dislike pick. We find it's better not to end on a low point right? We're trashing the thing we're talking about. <laughs> so, Okay, let, let's get to the order of picks here. I have a hat, the official headgear of the Mike Check Podcast hat. Yeah. Uh, all our names are in there. The first pick in this draft will go to you, Kansas City Kyle. All right. The next pick will go to <laughs> Alana. The all third right. pick will go to Joe and Simon. You will you will be the fourth pick. Any questions before we get going? I just want to say I really like your shirt. Okay. Yes. yes. I wasn't going to ask. I'm so glad you brought it up. I'm I I got this shirt. No one can see it if you're not watching on Mike Check TV, but it's um salmon and teal and I I don't know if it's a good shirt, but I'm wearing it a lot. Reaction's been pretty mixed, but Alana, thank you. All I like right. the creativity. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad she said that. All right. Here we go. First pick, Kyle, over to you. Something you like about camping. And keep in mind, this is the first overall pick. So whatever you pick here, I mean, it, it, it's got to be it's, the thing. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I've had a lot of first-round picks that I felt intimidated because, you know, everyone's looking at you when you're first pick. But I don't know how this can't be the top pick. I am going with the campfire. All things campfire. I like setting it up. I like building the campfire. I like tending to the campfire. I'm happy to just sit at the campsite, poking at the fire, putting a new log on. I like collecting the twigs to put in there. I like bringing flint and steel and starting the fire with the flint and steel starter. I've got a lot of tips on how to start a good fire. Okay, let's stop you right there. Flint and steel, is that what you use? Uh, Yes. Now, Alana, I know Impressive. that I know that your better half Jordan is a big fire starter. Does he use flint and steel? No, but you know it's great because it will occupy him for hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wherever we go, I'm like, you know, if he was here, he would say I'm a little OCD about my tent setting up. So he's always like, "You do the tent, I got the fire," and it works great. Nice. So, so Simon, is that the way to do it? Because I have been around people making fires i mean i could make a fire if i had to make a fire i'd make a could fire. could you well with with i, I see, feel like you should do it okay so <laughs> do yeah, it right now yeah, can you do it <laughs> prove it let's see it no but the way i would do it would be um you know you get your kindling and your little branches yeah. and then it matches typically yeah. and newspaper and then newspaper. i would like the newspaper and sort of build it out that way that's kind of the way to do it if you have newspaper so you, so why don't you just bring you're mat- missing fire starter what's fire gasoline just you don't know, like you can, like it's kind of cheating, but you can get like fire starter sticks that really just help the process. That you just, it's kind of cheating, but I think that's cheating. I like to, I, I will do a match and I'll try to do one piece of newspaper, bring it out and then like either shred it up or just like crumple it up, put it under, and then build either, you know, the log cabin style campfire, the, the teepee style, the lean to style, whatever your style is, and then go from there. Simon, what about you? How do you start fires? I'll tell you, you're you'll love it. Is you can start a fire the way Kyle does. You can do that, but in on Vancouver Island, there are campfire bands. Very nearly every year, probably will be mm-hmm. one. I think there might already be one. There is this right year. now. Yeah. So there's, but you got to have a fire at the campsite. So Joe, the secret is to get a propane fire pit. So are you talking about fire in a can? Fire, well, you get a, a, a fire pit with the little coals. You connect it to your propane tank. You fire, turn on yep. your propane tank, hit the <laughs> hit the button. You've got a fire. You're enjoying a fire. Now, no, it doesn't have the crackle, doesn't have the smoke, doesn't have the whatever. So you're missing out on that. But you guaranteed will have a fire, and you're allowed to have those during campfire bands. Yeah, that's what I've used. I, the last time I went, actually, I took my uncle's, and then I went and bought one. Yeah. fire. I think it's called fire in a can. I think I need one of those. I don't have one of those yet. It, it's How does it – it's a propane tank. Um yeah, it's like a little circular grill yeah. almost, and it has sort of like uh, mock logs on it, I right. believe. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, yeah, I think that is a strong 1-1. One, one. You've had some questionable first overall picks. I have, I have. But this one I'm, I'm, I'm launching into campfire. Campfire, that's great. Okay, Alana, your first pick. Okay, no service and off the grid. That's a good pick. That's it. That's it. And and I can explain because, you know, with my job, I'm always on like 24-7. I mean, you can get me 
at one in the morning, six in the morning, like I'm always feel like I'm working or I'm accessible. So I have to force myself to have no service to relax. Yeah, that and is... there's something about that. That's I didn't see that one coming, but that's a good pick. Now, some people, again, with many picks, I mean, it's it's personal taste, personal choice. Yeah, <laughs> I like <laughs> I like to you know scan Instagram once in a while or something. <laughs> I I know it takes away from the experience, but I think that's a, a very strong pick. Absolutely agree. There's a lot of places yeah. too. I know people that go away specifically to places where they know they won't have reception. That's me. Yeah, is that that's you? me. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. I mean, that's why I love camping in Port Renfrew and like, you know, those areas. I mean, soon we're going to get service there, which is I'm a little bit not so happy about because <laughs> they have that new cell towers going in. Right. Right. But I don't know. There's something about that. Like when I show up at a campsite and my phone is off and I can set that out of office and it just similar to hiking for me. I do a lot of backcountry hiking for that reason, right? Just being able to immerse yourself in it and turn off your phone and enjoy your company or yourself or the outdoors and just yeah. I'm offline. I like it. I like it a lot. Simon, you agree? Very good. Yeah. Not the best one though. <laughs> I love it. I love Each it. Each their own. Yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, so no service off the grid which I, I do think is a good pick. Yeah. Okay. So my first pick <clears throat> is going to be, uh, without giving away any uh, answers here for, for future picks, but there is one activity that, that frustrates me when you arrive uh, to the campsite. I, I don't like doing – I mean, the, the entire process of loading up the car, going to get groceries, setting up the campsite, a lot of work. But my first pick is going to be your first beer – after you put up the tent. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so the, the campsite has been set up. Everything's right. ready to go. I, if In my case, it takes a lot of work to get that done. Yes. And I am the type of person that I like to re reward myself. I, I don't – I mean, this might surprise some people. I don't drink a lot of beer, but I've always said that the best-tasting beer is after a day's mm. work. Like, if you work your, your tail off all day, yeah. do, especially with, like, physical labor, and then you enjoy a beer, that beer tastes 10 times better than any other beer. Oh, totally. So true. So I'm applying that same logic to the campsite. Once the tent is up, then you can put your, your chair down yeah. and crack a beer. But so. where are you pulling the beer from? The cooler. The cooler. Yeah. I had I had cooler on my list. A very similar kind of pick of oh. just like reaching in and grabbing that that first, similar, very similar, grabbing that first beer and, and prepping the cooler. And I will say this. You know, a lot of people like to go camping and drink. I think that if you do start drinking before the campsite is set up, it, it, it takes away from the experience. It's going to be a sloppy setup, right? For one, <laughs> you need to you need to have some patience and and reward yourself when it's done. So, agreed. Okay, uh, Simon, it's your first pick in the first round. First pick is this is the one. It's cooking outside. Yes. Everything is slower. You're making food. Normally when you're at home, everything that you possibly need, you know exactly where it is. You're like half watching the news. You know, you're listening to your 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 favorite podcast. Uh, excuse Mike me. Check. Hold on. Half watching the news? Come on now. Completely watch the news while you're making while you're making the making food in the morning. But no, you're you're actually acknowledging what's around you. You're you're hearing birds. You're trying to figure out what that sound is. You're you know, staring at trees and realizing, you know, I don't know what type of tree that is. And maybe I'm old enough, I should start learning tree names and stuff. <laughs> but man, everything is slower and a lot more fun. And it's fun cooking for your family while they're all running around you, you know, exploring and, and you know, engaging with nature. I will say there's nothing like waking up to bacon when you're camping. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's a, that, that is a good call. The smell of bacon and the crack. The crackle. It's a better crackle yes. in the woods. Yes. Than the crackle yes. at home. Absolutely. What is your favorite? Well, I don't know if we Ooh, should go down I this. Know, yeah, I know. I know. Maybe Ooh. we just, let's stay away from that. I've already tried to stop myself from chiming in on different things here. So cooking outside, uh, this encompasses, uh, you know, uh, your little barbecue with the little Coleman propane, the little propane tank. It's the whole process, right? Totally. The okay. whole process. And, and there's, there's all sorts of different levels, whether you're, you know, just getting into camping or you've been camping forever. If you're cooking over the fire in the morning, like that is an experience in Excel. Mm-hmm. Or if you've brought like an, a proper like barbecue um, and you're, you're, and you've brought like all your tools and you're like, Oh, I wish I remembered that certain spice. You get really picky when, you, <laughs> when you've done it for a while, but no, there's all a whole range there, but no matter what you are outside and, 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 being with nature. I think it's really fun. Simon, I bet you're the kind of guy that has a big plastic bin somewhere in his house where he keeps all his camping stuff and it's all in that sort of big blue bin. Are you one of those guys? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, you have and to. If you, and if you think there's only one bin, there are bins. Yeah. There's, yeah. The, there's the kids' bins, there's the cooking bin, there's the, yeah. No, keep right. organized. Cooking outside. <laughs> Simon, uh, you get to kick off the second round as we do the wraparound and come back. So you, over to you for your second pick. I like number two. This is two parts, but the two words, first swim. So part one is you've been, you know, doing hiking. You've been setting up the trailer. You've had a few few beers with Joe. You know, <laughs> you're, you're sweaty. You're done with all this. You're at a lake or the ocean or some river or something. When you first get in the water, you feel great. But that's a two-parter. The second part is being the first into the water. I remember going camping the first time and I'm inching my way in because it's freezing cold and a good buddy just ran straight into the water and he said, Simon, get more wet. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? That guy, that's the funnest person at our campsite. And I have always been first into the water every time I've gone camping (laughs) with the group. I'm with you and it's the only way to get in, right? I mean, if it's cool, you you just got to take the plunge. Yeah. I don't don't like rocky beaches and i'm trying to be first in the water and running along the, the rocks you need some water shoes water, water see shoes, that's man. another thing water shoes the look of water shoes i mean no one's judging what you look like when you're camping let's just say yeah. that that's true that's true uh okay first swim first in the water i like that now do you try to pick a campsite close to the water yeah if, if you can and usually those ones go go the the quickest when you're trying to reserve but yeah trying to be near the water is is the best being able to or not having to cart all your junk and gear along you know hike to the water that i don't i don't never like that but yeah. if you can be close that's awesome um i'm curious how long does it take you to set up like before you get to do all these things so when you arrive at the campsite what is your 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 process i mean is it a 30 minute process till everything's ready to go i'm sure you've got it down to a science yeah, well, with the with the trailer here, look, I even set up so you can see. That's a trailer. You see? Okay. Yeah. We're That's looking it. out Simon's window, seeing his trailer parked outside. We can confirm, <laughs> listeners, it is a trailer. It's a nice. Trailer. It is a trailer. So unhooking from the truck and uh, extending out the slide, if you know what that means. Uh, putting out uh, a couple chairs. I can do the whole thing in just under 10 minutes. Alana, fantastic. What about you when you guys set up? With I'm talking about the the tent, the fire, the whole thing. So I'm really big on efficient gear because I do a lot of backcountry gear, like uh, camping, sorry. So for me, my tent can go up in two minutes. It's a two-person tent. It's super easy. Air mattress. I have a big one. I'm going to say 30 minutes. Yeah. I can have, because like I said, my partner Jordan will be doing the fire. I'm doing the tent. We're setting up the table as we go. 30 minutes for the full, like whole campsite. Gotcha. Okay. But I'm, I'm very, I have it down to like, all my stuff is very quick. All right. What about you, Joe? How long are you waiting until you crack that first beer? <laughs> it's been hours. It's been days until we get it set up. Days. <laughs> I think we all need to go camping. Yeah. yeah. We, we should be doing this around a campfire. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Uh, my second pick, uh, it plays off the campfire pick, Kyle, that, that you chose first overall. Okay. It's not the campfire. I don't think there's anything better than being around a fire 
when you're with someone who is, and this is key, mm-hmm. a talented musician with a guitar. Mm. Yes. 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 So That's a good one. I, I want, uh, my pick is talented musician at the bonfire. <laughs> okay. Um, I just think that it elevates the entire experience when someone has a guitar and can sing. And especially if that person can take requests and no songs. I haven't right. been in that situation too many times, but the few times I have, I mean, it makes the night. You could sit there for hours just right. listening to this person play and you're looking at the fire. No one's really talking. You're maybe singing along a little bit. It's just a beautiful experience. And that, for sure, I, I'm not knocking camping in this regard. It, it is That is a special time. So A private concert out in the woods around a campfire. A private I concert. have someone for you. Oh, do you? Can I can I book them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Jordan. He's like, oh, he is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he'll be really mad at me that I said that. So, you know, imagine that service though. Oh my goodness! Imagine yes, that service. Yes, yes. Like a person at a campsite who spends his night at guys. The, like travels the, around to campsite. The campsite busker. Model. The campsite busker. Uh, you just they travel around to campfire to campfire. You get some tips. Wow. Who would say no to that? If you're at a campfire with your friends and someone shows up and says, hey, guys, can I can I perform for you? And he goes, well, how much? And he goes, oh, you don't have to pay me anything. I mean, if you want to give me a tip. And you obviously would. Right, right. But how great would that be? Or, oh, man. like, skip the dishes for musicians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can order them to your campsite. My goodness. Kyle, let's make a note. Let's write this down. Okay. Trademarked. We're, we're trademarking it right now. It's called, what's it called? Campfire busking? I like campfire busking. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is good stuff. Okay. Alana, <laughs> over to you. It's, right. it's your I'm second up. pick. Okay. Uh, I kind of talked about this a bit, but exploring new places. So a big part for me about moving to the island was how vast it is. And Simon mentioned this, how many amazing spots there are. Uh, like this weekend, I'm supposed to do Crest Mountain and Berg Mountain. I'm leaving to go do that on Friday night, spending a weekend there. I've never been there. I've lived here for two years. Just the ability to go and explore places that you really wouldn't be able to do. Do you get worried when you find a spot that's not an official campsite? Like no, that's the best. You're a bit of a renegade camper. <laughs> yes. We call it, like, I don't know if it's, like, politic. I don't know if it's correct, but we call it, like, ninja camping. Like, you're kind of just, that's fine. you're, like, weed whacking and having yeah. your bag on, and you just, you just, you know, go through. I mean, you probably shouldn't really do it, so I probably shouldn't. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, that's probably not. Uh, condoned, you know? Yeah, well, I, feel, okay, I feel like so, that's against the rules. <laughs> okay, so this is where it comes from. I went to, I traveled for seven days in Utah, did back uh, backcountry camping there with two of my girlfriends, and they have crown land. Um, they call it the BL, BML lands, and you can just find a spot and camp there for free. And Kyle, maybe you experienced that, but it's it's great, and we don't really have that here, and I, I feel like that's lacking. BLM land. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. it's just open land there's no like hookups there's no water sources there's no fire pit it's just desert yeah we did that but it was in like giant foresty fields so like you go yeah. out, you, you rent a field from a farmer and the you can all go out and camp out there and just have a time i want to find blt land <laughs> there's just blts everywhere <laughs> anyone go camping out there oh i i you know i I'm, love blts i'm good for at least one Bad joke. <laughs> round table. Okay. Exploring no, new places. I think we're getting a picture of the kind of camper Alana is. No yes. service off the grid. Exploring new places. Yep. I mean, you're not going to find her at Goldstream. I mean, that's no. not going to happen. Okay. Uh, Kyle, over to you. Over to me. Um, I would like to build on the cooking outside, I would like to share my favorite meal to make while we're camping. And for me, uh, we learned this trick very young. Foil pack meals are the way to go because are you, do you know about the foil pack meal, Joe? Carry on. Okay. The foil pack meal, you take your tin foil, you lay it out, you chop up some potatoes, you chop up some bell peppers, you chop up some kielbasa sausage, you put them in a foil pack, you drizzle some oil in there, you shake it all up, you get it all ready to go, you put your seasoning in, you, you wrap it up nice and tight, maybe put another layer around the outside to make sure nothing falls off, get your fire down to coals, just hot coals, lay that little foil pack right in the coals. All right, I am devastated. We have to just stop and talk about this for a second. This is why you and I work so well. I had on my list something called spit and chew. 
okay? And it's not chewing tobacco. That's not what I'm talking about here. Now I know. I, you've told me about this before. I know. I've, t- I've t- told people about this, and they look at me like I am insane. So what this is, and I swear, the only reason I know about this was as a kid, I went to a camp, and, and we did this. But I've told so many people, and they go, that's not a real thing, that over the years I've questioned myself, like, did I just dream this up? So what this is, is much like you said. So you yep. you make a bowl of tinfoil. And I had it on my list. I'll show you. Number four, <laughs> spit and chew. Spit and chew. Um, you make a bowl with your tinfoil, and instead of cutting up things, because right. you're camping, you don't, you know, you don't want to pack the cutlery, right. you take your raw vegetables and you bite them. <laughs> And then you spit them into the tinfoil. And we actually did it with, I, I believe we had sausage, like uncooked sausage. Or, and so you, you, and you, and you spit it all into this bowl. Then you roll it up yeah. and, like a potato and you yeah. put it on the fire and it cooks the saliva away. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And then it's like a stir fry. It's called spit and chew. I know. Alana's looking at me like you're insane. I'm, I'm just visualizing you doing this. And me just being there and being like, what are you doing? But the fact that you took this, essentially the same thing validates that this is a real thing. It's a real thing. We would, <laughs> we didn't ever spit and chew. We called them foil pack meals because we do cut them up and, you know, cutting the meat and all that stuff. And then you put it in. But yeah, that is a great way to cook food. Oh. You don't have any kind of cleanup. You just wad up your tinfoil yep. and you throw it in the bag and you're away and if you have sauces after you put the sauce in the little tinfoil bag oh, yeah. and you could shake it up like yes. a shaker yes oh kyle I, we were friends before but we just we just, <laughs> we just went up a level. elevated yeah. up yeah uh so yeah the foil pack meals slash <laughs> spit and chew <laughs> actually okay. i don't want spit and chew on you don't want it i was gonna put it down you don't want it i'll take it sure yeah, yeah. put it down put it we down. gotta spit put it in there yeah. spit and chew okay <laughs> all right hey fantastic pick alana over to you, your third pick. Oh, 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 oh uh, some sort of sinister music, Kyle, please. This is the dislike round. Okay, here we go. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go, good. <laughs> okay, what's the thing you hate most about camping? Oh, my gosh. I've got a little list here. Uh, I did, I did not want to be first. So here's where the first pick woes come back. I'm like, oh, there are so many things. But uh, I think my number one overall worst thing about camping pick is going to be other campsites doing late night karaoke. Oh, have some fun. <laughs> Come on, you old man. See, here we go with this first round pick. Oh. Just sitting it down. Or you need an RV. Yeah. Yeah. Are they a little too loud for the Lancasters? They're a little too loud for the Lancasters. As you know, when you got kids and you you want them to go to bed, putting the kids to bed at camp is like the worst thing for me. So I'm, in fact, I'm going to change my pick to just the the all around encompassing part of putting a kid to bed at camps. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. You can't change. You just said late night noise from other campsites, guys. Simon, how do you feel about that? And now he's changing to put putting the kid to bed. Feels like a change there. I thank you, Simon yeah. and Alana. I don't think no. You're <laughs> all right. I'm I'm doubling down on late night karaoke. Stop with this late night music nonsense. Late night noise. Late night noise. Okay. Stop with the late night noise. We had plenty of time all day long to blast your music, to sing your songs, to have a grand old time, and it's okay. But I think once we hit about 10 p.m., let's shut that down. What? A bit. 
Yeah. 10? Yeah. 10. I don't know a single campsite whose quiet time is 10. Yeah, easy. Grandpa. What are, what are, what are, what are the quiet times, Alana? Mostly 11. 11? Live a little. Yes. Your kids don't want to go to bed anyway. They don't. Let me assure you, they do not want to go to bed. <laughs> They'd be happy to go over and blast some music. Yeah. Maybe they need to play some karaoke. I bet you Rachel's going to listen to this and go, oh, Kyle, lighten up. Have no, some fun. No, Rachel will, Rachel will be, Rachel will be sad that I didn't list out more reasons why this is a bad thing. <laughs> All right. But there is something to be said about like the camaraderie of your campsite when other campsites are blasting music and maybe it's music you don't like and you can kind of all kind of rally around that uh you know singing that song or that particular thing and that that, that is a saving grace okay late night noise from other campsites <laughs> uh alana now it's your turn for your dislike okay i yeah i feel like it's gonna disappoint because it's pretty expected um mosquitoes Great pick. That was going to be mine, too. I, Great pick. If I could show you guys my leg right now, I went camping in Kelowna about a week ago. And I woke up to, I, I could probably count about 100. It looks like I have chicken pox yep. on my leg. I got them all when I was sleeping. I didn't even know. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I just don't like mosquitoes. There's lots in Ontario. I didn't really think there was that many here. Mosquitoes. Don't you hate that noise when you're trying to sleep and all you hear is, <laughs> oh my, I will pack up the campsite and go right then and there. In fact, I think I've done that. I, I had the similar experience. There was the zipper at the bottom wouldn't close. It was, this was, I think high school and I had 42, I'll never forget. I counted them 42 bites on my right leg. And the next day I went to Canadian tire and I bought a new tent. I couldn't, I just, I couldn't sleep like wow. that the night. Yeah, are you counting right now, Elena? 12. Yep, 13, 14. 15. I've got at least like 30 on one calf. Don't scratch them. Don't I, scratch them. Do you have afterbite? You know, I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. I woke up the next day and I was like, what happened to me? I was like, is there bed bugs? Like, what's happening? And I went to Shoppers and I bought like six creams to put on it. And I was like wrapping my leg with cold towels. Because it was so itchy. I've never had this, so it's funny that we're talking about this today because <laughs> I it was bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just really bad. It's, it, <laughs> it, it, it does sneak up on you, though. Like, I, I, when I first moved here, I was like, no bugs. This is awesome. And then, like, right? after after figuring it out a little bit more, like, holy, they're, they're coming with a vengeance. Simon, uh, jump in here. There's ways to get the mosquitoes away from your campsite. I know that some people use candles. There's, there's candles that will help prevent them. Any other tips here? Yeah, buy a enclosed tent. Yeah. <laughs> Fill in your trailer. <laughs> Spend some money, solve the problem. Yeah. So, no, they got in. They got in. Yeah, I'm with you. I Alana. don't know how. Yeah. I don't oh, know man. how. All right. You need to get some afterbite, Alana. I found that that always works really well. It's like a special cream to prevent the itch, and that always helps. I'm going to send you guys a picture after just so you can see. Uh, that is, uh, I think, a great first dislike pick ouch i can feel that in in your tone that no i mean that that is the number one dislike. i did have applying bug spray as one of my possible picks because i hate that but you have to do it okay uh my dislike uh this is right there after <laughs> mosquitoes in your tent yes that for sure is the worst thing about camping but the second worst thing is trying to stuff that tent back in the bag <laughs> Oh, come on. No way. Oh, my. I can. I wish I had a photo of my tent right now. I think it's in the basement or in the garage. It's half in the bag. No. Oh, yeah. No, I just, that's unacceptable. I gave up. I'm no. just like, no. I'll, and I always do the same thing. I'll do this when I get home. You know, it's, it's good enough to get in the car. If it's wet, that's okay. If it's like if it's been yeah. damp from from rain or whatever, then you can do the half the half job of getting the tent in. But if it's ready to go, put it back in. No, properly. there has to be. I mean. Just like us coming up with the campsite busker, there has to be a better way for these tents. Like they have to just make the bag two times bigger than it is. That's all. Let let there be some loose room in there. Really, why are they making it so difficult? Truly. I will say if you're not like hiking with it, who cares? Yeah. Right? Uh, like yeah. just don't put it in the bag. Your trunk your trunk to. has to be perfectly positioned though. That 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 tent has a spot in the trunk so that everything can fit properly. Yeah, stuff it in. Get out of there. <laughs> Uh, Simon, what's the thing you hate most about camping? The worst thing about camping are early kids. 
Those are either either not your kids, so other people's kids who have woken up at five in the morning, even though you've yes. been partying and singing karaoke and having a great time staying up yes. till around 11 o'clock and then <laughs> someone else's kids wake up super duper early or Kyle's. your own yeah. kids. Your own kids waking up. Oh, it's 4.30 singing songs. Why are you awake right now? I'm laughing because it's so clear why you and Kyle are friends. Yeah. You guys are perfect for each other. We have been camping, and Simon has experienced my kid waking up at 4.30 singing songs as well as his kid. Yeah, it's awesome. I also like wow. Simon's confidence with every pick. It's like, no, this is the correct answer. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is definitely it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, early rising kids, what is uh, the appropriate time to let your kids Start. make some noise, let's say? He's like, never. They're not <laughs> allowed to make please noise. Please be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Is there one? My kids are up at five, at sunrise. The sunrise today was 521 a.m. So that's when they're up. So to wait till eight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Kyle, did you ever think when we set out on this podcasting journey together that we would learn so much about blinds? I did not. <laughs> I did not see that coming. No. We are kind of becoming blinds experts. Like if there was a blinds category on Jeopardy, I think I might be able to sweep the category. <laughs> Wood blinds, vertical blinds, faux wood, composite, any question that came my way, I think I'd nail it. Yeah. I would be the phone a friend. For the guests on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when they get the blind question. It would be fun to go back and listen when we started doing budget blinds and see how far we've come along. I think our listeners have, have joined us on this blind journey as well. They're becoming more aware of just how vast this industry and this world is and mm -hmm. how much it, it has to offer. I mean, there's a lot. And it can be overwhelming with all the choices. But there's a tool out there to help you out. There is? Yeah, it's pretty handy. Budget Blinds Victoria has an option on its website where you can break down your blinds needs by room. So if you wanted blinds for the bathroom, for example, yeah. those blinds are probably going to be different than the blinds you want for your bedroom. It's true. Or your kitchen. So they break down your house by category, by room. Wow. So they've got a bathroom uh, category, kitchen, patio, you name it. It's all there. So like without even talking to a human, you can get suggestions for what goes where. Yeah, from dining rooms that are asking for an elegant treatment. Maybe it's for your home theater or your master bedroom. How many people have a home theater? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I want to be friends with those people. Yeah. Budget Blinds Victoria has the perfect window treatments. And to ensure they perform beautifully, they have accessories and the hardware to match. Give Budget Blinds Victoria a try. Satisfaction guaranteed. The mic check guarantee. Give them a try. We know you'll be a fan. Simon, back to you, uh, and we're going to shift back over to the positives for your fourth, uh, or your fourth pick. Yeah, for my my fourth good pick. Okay, third I good pick, this. fourth pick overall. Very good. My favorite one. You would never notice this until someone pointed it out for you. But one of my favorite things about camping are kid gangs. That's when a bunch of kids <laughs> yes. make That's friends with other random kids about the same age. They all get on their bikes and start, oh, let's go to the water. Oh, let's go to over here. Let's go over there. And they're all like this flock of birds to just follow the loudest one. And what I find the funniest is that they all, they all get, one of them gets hungry. Oh, come to my campsite. We'll get food for my mom. Now, mom, give these kids food. And you can send them back or you could jack them full of candy and send them home all jacked up. That is an option that you have. <laughs> kid gangs are the best. They're, they're making friends, cruising around. Parents are trusting, you know, I hope they're okay. I don't know. They're with a gang. I guess they're okay. And there's but. always a leader too. Yeah. Right? There's a leader. The leader's hilarious. Kid gang. <laughs> that's that's a really strong pick. And, and we all immediately know what he's talking yeah. about too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, kid gangs. Yeah. I like that. Okay, uh, then it's back over to me for a like. I am going to go with uh, something that's done long before you actually arrive mm. to the campsite. Okay. I, uh, I get a little bit of joy out of picking my campsite online. 
Like looking yeah. at the map? Yeah. And, and trying yeah. To, to figure out, oh, that looks like a good location. You know, it's next to this, it's next to that. I don't want to be too far from the washroom, but then again, maybe you do want to have some distance because a lot of people go there. Yes, the so, loud banging doors. So it's it's quite a process. I mean, and and it's it's made a lot more stressful because now, and I haven't done this in a while, clearly, <laughs> but there's such a demand for campsites that it's it's a wild rush to book your campsites. Yeah, you got to plan two months yeah. out, the rolling two months. Set the alarm. Set the alarm. Yeah. I mean, I've only done it um, not during the rush period, right. and I've been trying to find a campsite later in the season, mm -hmm. going to a not a great campsite, just trying to book one last minute. Mm -hmm. But you still often get a little bit of a choice. I just like looking at the grid, the layout. I, I love the campsite map. The, 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 you can tell if you've been there before, you know exactly where the washrooms are, like yeah. you said, the, the, where the playground is, all of the little finesse things, which campsites can connect behind like where there should be woods, but you can cross over. It's much like a, a golf card scorecard. Yeah. You know, you get to see the layout of the, the land. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's uh, picking your campsite online is my – see, I, like, if picking your campsite on, uh, out online is, <laughs> like, your favorite thing about camping, I think it says something. <laughs> uh, Alana, over to you for your, um, your like. Okay. I like this one. Campfire chats. Yeah. It's yep. like a true circle. Yeah. You know, you can't BS. People's true colors come out. I look back to when I was a kid. I have like the best memories around that campfire. You go with friends, you go with a significant other, and it's just like this safe truth circle. Yep. I think that's a good pick. Also fueled by a little alcohol and the truth really yeah. comes out. Right? <laughs> or not. Like I or mean, not. I feel like when you're around a fire with someone off the grid, you really find out who that person is. Yeah. Yeah, there's no distractions. You know, you can't yeah, and you can't hide it. And like, yeah, I remember someone told me that once and it's always stuck with me. It was like five years ago and they were like, yeah, you know, you can't. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, you can find the awful person out real fast in a circle when you've got four people around a fire. Or not. And you get to really find out some neat things about people. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Do you, um, how do you guys deal with the, the rotating smoke from the fire? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, white rabbits, is... white rabbits, white rabbits. What's that? What does that mean? Yeah, what What's that, that thing? I think it's, so it's Jordan's kid says it all the time when the smoke comes in his face and he just goes, white rabbits, white rabbits, white rabbits. And apparently it makes the smoke go away. What? What? <laughs> it's. I think it's like, you know, maybe not true, but I think it helps kids like close their eyes and just say it, and then when you open it, it's gone. Oh come on! Is that their thing, or is right. that like a known thing? So I when think the it's smoke, a known thing. when the smoke's going into your face, you say "white rabbits" a bunch of times, and yes. magically the smoke will disappear. Yep. Wow. Try it. I I, I gotta tell you. <laughs> There's some value here in this yes. conversation. Yes. Like, we are getting some value out of this. Yeah. All right. Campfire chats. Great pick. Kyle, over to you. Over to me. Um, I had I had some other things on my list, but I think I'm going to go to the backside of my list because something's really been irking at me this whole time that we haven't talked about. I'm going to just take flashlights. I love Having the flashlights, the headlamp, the lantern, being in the tent, hooking your lantern on top of the tent to click it on. You can see the whole tent. Uh, just walking late at night with your little flashlight down at your little thing. When people walk by, you see the little flashlight trail walk by. You don't get that unless you're camping. And I love that everyone has their little flashlight. We, we assign everyone in the family has their light. So, like, you have your light to keep track of. But there's also, like, the, 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 the family lantern or whatever. And... I just think that's really cool. I like I like flashlights when we're camping. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Thank goodness. What about headlamps? I'm all, I'm all for headlamps. I have we we have four headlamps for every person in the family. So the little four year old put his little headlamp on. And you, you got hands free. You can climb on the logs. You can go around and do whatever. You got a headlamp, hands free. I I would argue it's necessary. Really? Yes. Simon, do you get yeah. jazzed about flashlights? <laughs> 
maybe not as much as Kyle, but but <laughs> there is something said for like a really super duper powerful flashlight. Those big, the ones that the the police officers have, right? The, the big, big mag light. Yeah. yeah. We, yes. Back whenever fun. they were developing those mega ultra flashlights, there was a new one every year. It was like this one's five million candle power. This one's 10 million candle power. So, like, it was always a uh, contest to see who could get the biggest, most brightest flashlight and just, like, si shine it up in the sky through the campfire smoke. Oh, so cool. All right, flashlights. Uh, Kyle, let's kick off this final round. Your, your last pick. Okay, my last pick for the thing that I like about camping is using the tools to either carve wood or chop wood or whatever. <laughs> Joe's face just fell completely. Uh, in, in, Boy Sc in, in Scouts, when I was young, we called this the Toten Chit card. You had to earn... The Toten what? The Language. Toten Chit. Oh. T-O-T-I-N apostrophe C-H-I-P. thought you said something else. <laughs> what did you think I said? Just go on. Uh, so you had, this was a card in Scouts that you had to earn. You had to prove that you could be safe with these sharp tools out in the wilderness where if you get hurt, you're out there. There's, you're not going to the hospital. You're not getting the, you know, the star treatment of going somewhere where people can take care of you. you got to know first aid. you got to know what you're doing out there. And I, to me, that encompasses camping in a way that I, it's hard to describe to someone that that doesn't do that. Yeah, we bring we bring pocket knives, we bring a hatchet, we bring the the saw. And again, this is not something that we do here because you're not allowed to harvest the wood from here. But when you're out camping in the woods and you have your tools to make your fire and, and produce your kindling and get those small little pieces and, and chop stuff up and whittle some wood to make a little stick to roast your marshmallow with, you're like, I, I made my marshmallow roasting stick. All of those things... Are, are a magical camping experience. And if you haven't carved your own little camp roasting stick, I recommend you try it. Camping tools. Camping tools. All right, what do we think about camping tools, Alana? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Get out of here with your camping tools. I, okay, I have found some really cool things for like that are really compact. Like there's this cool one that um, it's like a, an old school saw that wraps up like this and you like go like this with the tree and then it chops that, yeah. um, which is cool. I mean, <laughs> she's, not, she's not as excited about her tools. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, Simon, you got some tools. Simon's probably got a leather. Simon's He's got a Leatherman for sure. <laughs> no man the, having the right tools are awesome i think i think it comes with experience too is that you know you're out there and you're like ah my axe is terrible maybe i'm gonna get a new axe and you and you buy like a new like sort of cheap axe from canadian tire and next time you go chop wood you're like ah so glad i brought this axe yeah. <laughs> I, love that feeling. I think it's great i think it's great all the little tools and 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 also if you don't have all the tools the problem solving to like yeah. make a tool or to find a, you know, I'm going to find a big rock to hit my, you know, ax to chop this wood. No, I love yeah. all that stuff. Or a big rock to, to put in the, the tent stake or whatever. Is it a, yeah. is it a camping faux pas to bring a metal rod marshmallow roasting no. stick or is that acceptable? That's okay. I think, I think it's acceptable. I have two in my kit. There you go. Of all the things you're lugging around, I'm surprised that you're <laughs> lugging around a metal marshmallow. Okay, no. <laughs> I have two. I have two bins, so I have like my backpacking, and then I have like my you know drive to camp spots. <laughs> That's like the one thing you can get when you get there. Oh, you totally. Yeah. Jordan, where are the metal sticks? I'm not cooking a marshmallow on that hey, piece if, of wood. If we didn't have them, his kids would be very upset. It's my job to make sure they're brought every time. Are they the collapsible kind though, or are they yeah. the kind that stick out? No, they, they like extend mm -hmm. and then they go small. They're, they pack up to be about this. There's two of them, but then they really extend. God. A device that has just evolved over the years, eh? Right. You can yeah. extend it. Okay. Uh, camping tools. Nice pick. Uh, Alana, your final pick. Oh, uh, I kind of already said this, but uh, the million dollar views. I mean, views that you can't get sitting at home. Pictures don't do it justice. Uh, you're, you're there experiencing those, especially for me, hikes. Uh, one of the best ones I've ever done was uh, Panorama Ridge, just being up there camping at that campsite at Garibaldi Lake. You can't. Yeah, that's probably my favorite thing is the views. 
All million right. dollar beers. Tough to argue with that. Yeah. I do want to ask people uh, at the end. We will do any honorable mentions and stuff. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be good just to throw out a couple camping locations that people that you recommend. Agreed. For I to... had a location on my list, but I didn't end up picking it. Yeah. So. Okay. Million dollar views. Yeah. Atlanta's got a good list. I mean, it's, totally. Uh, it, it's tough to knock her list. Like it, it's it's strong. Um, <laughs> okay. So my last pick is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was gonna pick spit and chew, but Kyle took that from me. Sorry I really wanted it. Um, I like the <laughs> feeling when you are sitting around the campfire. You've had a long day, and everyone's talking. You're with friends. I like the moment after you work up the courage to tell your friends, "I'm going to bed." Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. You like that's that? Your like? You yeah, like that's that? Yeah, yeah. Like? That, that's my like, and that that moment where. They kind of get on you. Oh, stay up, stay up. And they finally accept it. They go, all right, he's going to bed. Right. And that minute when you when you walk away from the campfire and you're like, I've made it. I'm going to my peace and quiet spot. Yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm turning in. I've got out of there, you know, safely. That wasn't that bad. They didn't make fun of me, you know. <laughs> So Sounds I, like you and Kyle are not people I want no. to go camping with. I'm with Simon with the. Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People are just like, We're, he is the worst camper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Telling the campfire you're going to bed and them accepting it and you walking to your, your, your tent. Mary is going to love this pick, by the way. She's going to, she's with me too. Like getting out of there, leaving a place, the pressure of, you know, bowing out early. I like a good sleep. Mm-hmm. So I, that's my. Oh. But the one downfall is if the other people stay up, you can't yeah. fall asleep. So, yeah. Oh, it's would a, you say late balance. night camp noise yeah. would be a problem then at <laughs> that point? Is that – is that? wait, hang on. Easy. <laughs> Old man Lancaster. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Turn in early is a top favorite. Telling the campfire there. you're going to bed. Yeah, Okay. Right? Simon, let's put a bow on this thing. Uh, end us on a high note here with a good like. Yeah. I got it. One of my favorite things about camping, you'll never notice this until I just say it now, is retiree signs. The people that have been camping their whole lives and they put a funny sign in front of their tent or trailer. <laughs> I wrote down a few because I know you'll love them. Is one of My favorite one is what happens at the campsite gets laughed at all year. We're camping. We're friends in marshmallows. Get toasted. Or... <laughs> If they've got a sweet trailer, a big sign that says upper class trailer trash. Love it. It's the funniest. They always have funny signs. Appreciate the the work they've put into the sign that they've put there for your amusement. And so these are homemade signs. Is that right? Some are some are bought online, but many of them are homemade. You know, they've put like, you know, the the Robertsons, you know. Oh, I love that. So that's part of the picture. Part of the setup process is go put the sign up. Right. That's great. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Do you have a sign, Simon? We, uh, my wife got me a sign that just has tipplers. And it was a guy who did these hand paintings of these scenes. And he just, you know, he sells them. He says, what what name do you want me to put on it? And it's awesome. So you put your sign up. This is tipplers. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen a retiree sign. I've seen them. And and for me, that's part of... One of my favorite things that I didn't pick was just setting up base camp. And part of the base camp is putting an identifying marker out. So when your kid gang goes around, the kid gang can see the sign and they know that's home. Setting up base camp? What are you, climbing Everest? Yeah, man. (laughs) Out at Goldstream. You never done that? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, let's uh, quickly go through the picks here. Kansas City Kyle. Yes. He likes the campfire, foil pack meals, otherwise known as spit and chew, <laughs> flashlights, camping tools, and he doesn't like late night noise from other campsites. Alana likes no service, you're off the grid, exploring new places, campfire chats, and those million dollar views, not a big fan of mosquitoes. Simon likes cooking outside. He likes the first swim and being first in the water. He likes kid gangs, and he likes retirees. He doesn't like early rising kids. And Joe likes the first beer after you put up your tent, talented musicians at the bonfire, picking your campsite online, and telling the campfire you're going to bed. Doesn't like getting the tent back in the bag. That, my friends. Joe, you almost had me except for that last one. (laughs) (laughs) Telling the campfire you're going to bed, I think it's a good pick. I like it. Um, All right. Let's quickly go around. Uh, we'll start with you, Simon. Any recommendations, uh, places that you would recommend people go if they haven't camped there? Do you have a couple? 
Yeah, if you're just like practicing and want to check your gear for the first time, just go to Goldstream. If you're if you're living in Victoria, check it out. There's hiking. It's beautiful. It's not that far away, but you feel like you're far away. And if you're advanced, my tip is go as north as you can. There is so much neat stuff um, on this island. I've only you know been as north as Campbell River, and I've been here for a million years. But there is so much stuff on this island, and even like I think TikTok is showing me these like beautiful epic lakes that I'm like, wow, where is that in the planet? Oh, it's just you know over there, you know, four hours up. <laughs> love it, love it, uh, Alana. What about you? Yeah, my favorite, all-time favorite in Tofino, Bella Pacifica. It is the best i mean it is west coast camping at its finest you are camping on the beach you are in tofino it's beautiful you get to watch the sun setting and the moon everything it's just it's you can't describe it the stars there are beautiful um and then other than that if you have the right gear and you're feeling adventurous try some backcountry camping but yeah definitely be prepared if you're going to venture that way be prepared that you might run into alana yeah on some <laughs> some hidden path that no one knows existed uh and kyle do you have any suggestions uh i would like i just also uh double down on goldstream like it's it's a world-class campsite as far as i'm concerned and it's minutes from our doors and uh aside from that i also like going further away up to miracle beach i think they've got a got a good thing going up there they've got the the beach that's right accessible from a trail um it's a great spot i really like that place i'll throw a quick one in uh, for wrath trevor Yes, Rath Trevor as well. That's another one of my favorites. Also, Souk Potholes. Souk, oh, Souk Potholes. Oh, I've never camped there. All it's right. great. You're right on the potholes. Is it good? Wow. Guys, that was a lot of fun. Alana, thank you for being here. Will you come back for another roundtable? Of course. Amazing. And Depends so what it is. I'm okay. kidding. Okay. <laughs> Simon, same question. Will you come back? I'd love to come back. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's been great. Thank you to both of you for coming on. Kyle, another great roundtable. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.